Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And the show starts now. Hey everyone, quick message from Tucson's Rising Phoenix Fitness and Defense. Help treat anxiety and depression with martial arts training and education. Develop the confidence, skills, and fitness you need to stay safe. Our focus is real-world self-defense tactics, practical and effective for everyone. You can find them at 4500 East Speedway Boulevard, number 4. Tucson AZ 85712 or you can call them at 520-838-1592. They are open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So hit them up. Learn martial arts, very therapeutic, and you can learn to kick ass and kick depression's ass as well. So um, hit them up. Got a very exciting episode today. Got a long time homie on the studios right here, Screaming Chewy Show. Known this guy since 2006, yo. I'm fucking 34 years old. I've known this guy since I was 19. And uh, see this guy every day at work. I'd like to welcome my longtime homie, Sammy. What up, brother? Hey, what's going on, Chewy? How you doing, man? Good, good, man. Oh, fuck. I'm going to fucking disconnect my phone from the broadcast <laughs> thing. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. That way my notifications don't keep playing. But uh, what's up, man? Uh, not much, man. I'm just hanging out. Just woke up a couple hours ago, you know? They were going to record and then go eat? Hell yeah. I can't wait. With Arlene's bitch ass? Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm glad to have you on, man. Dude, me too. It's You've been trying to get me to come on here for two years now, you know? Yeah. yeah. Better late than never. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I, so, Sam, you know, he's got a long history of karate since he was a kid. Yeah, I did karate uh, most of my life. So I call him Samuel Soon. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we get shit done at work, but we, you know, you got to bullshit here and there. All the time. I'm constantly flipping Chewy off all the time. And there's cameras, so like the owner sees Sammy constantly flipping me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Reminds me of that, that meme. You know, the, it's, a, it's a wrestler in the ring flipping the camera off, and it oh, says, yeah. Me to my coworkers every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Sabby, why don't you, um, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Let's get, uh, you know, my listeners, let's get them to know you a little bit. Um, my name is Sam, but everyone calls me Sammy. I'm 34 years old. Um, I'm white. 
I don't know. I'm a half ginger. I'm yeah. white. <laughs> I don't fucking know what to say, dude. Um, I got a bunch of tattoos. I listen to rap music mainly. Um, I work with Chewy. I'm a machinist. Yeah. I guess. I, I, don't, I don't know what else to say right now. Sorry. I get it. I hate talking about myself, right? too. Dude, me too. Every time I have to talk about myself, I'm, I always like draw a blank. I'm like, I'm fat. I look Hawaiian. <laughs> Some people are like, you really are Hawaiian? Dude, you might be. <laughs> I tell my mom, my mom cheated on my dad with a Hawaiian, and my dad raised me. Oh, it's odd jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sammy, uh, you know, I got to say I'm proud of you, bro. It's been like uh, one year sober. Right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I know it's not easy, bro. I'm pretty sure people can't imagine how hard it is, right? Dude, yeah, it's uh, extremely difficult. Especially when you hang out with people that still do stuff, like absolutely, yeah. You get tempted. Um, I don't. I try not to hang out with people that do drugs anymore. You know, smart. But I mean, every now and then I still get tempted. Like especially if I have a bad day at work or something. You know. So if I did coke in front of you, would you want to do it? Uh, more than likely, yes. Bro, remember we used to party hard, bro? Fuck yeah, yeah. Me and Sammy used to fucking do coke, smoke weed, get drunk all the time. Yes, sir. <laughs> so let's talk about <laughs> and Frank. and Frankie's. <laughs> Dude. So I was living with my homie Frankie. His dad was renting the house out to us. And with, with um, a giant hole in the roof. Yeah, and the, and the it was like an extra living room. Yeah, and the cooler was leaking, so it like made a hole in the roof. Yeah, and it would like leak inside the house, and we didn't give a shit, dude. Not, yeah, typical typical bachelor. Like, absolutely, yeah. There was nothing to eat but like soups and like sandwich stuff, and beer and beer, plenty <laughs> of beer. Yeah. Um. So me and Sam were hanging out, drinking, doing coke, and then like all night too. All night. And Sammy, this motherfucker, you would never put the bag down, bro. No, ever. No way, dude. I'll do that shit until it's gone, and then I'll go get more. Like, you would literally have it open in your hand. Yeah. And you're talking, just keep doing it. Yeah, just put the straw in the bag and just snort from the the bag, you know? (laughs) And, uh, you know, we're partying all night. And Frankie's dad had a little office, and he would work there in the mornings because he did um, taxes and um, accounting. And but Sammy didn't know that. No, yeah, I had never met Frankie's dad before, ever. I forgot to tell Sammy. And so I was like, the sun was coming up, and I'm going to do I'm going to go to bed. And I'm like, you know, help yourself, dude. And he kept partying in it. Why don't you continue? What will happen? Yeah, so Chewie went to bed, and I just stayed up, stewing coke in the living room, like, all morning. And then out of nowhere, I'm sitting on the couch in the living room, and then I see the door handle start, like, jiggling, like someone was trying to open the door. And I freak out. I run. I get up, and I run to the door, and I look through the, through the peephole, and there's nobody there. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then, fuck, fuck, ah, yeah. So like, I'm looking through the peephole, and then I can't see anybody at all. You're all wired as fuck, dude. Yeah, dude, super wired. And then someone literally is like turning the door handle and pushing the door, trying to open it. But I'm, I'm looking through the peephole. Nobody's there, and I'm just sitting there, and I just hold the door shut, dude, for like. 
five minutes, probably. And, and then, could you feel it move like he was yeah, trying to open yes, it? Yes, 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 absolutely. Someone was literally trying to open the fucking door. Well, I didn't know that Frankie's dad was in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't see him through the peephole because he was sitting down, you know? He's too short. <laughs> yeah, he's too short. Like, oh my God, I was freaking out so much, man. <laughs> oh, dude, when you told me that, oh, I was dying, bro. <laughs> and what's funny is that Frankie's dad didn't tell me shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. I remember that day. I had to go to work. I woke up the next morning. Go in the bathroom and my cocaine is, st- is on the back of the toilet seat, I think. Like yeah, that. dude, there was a magazine and there was still a couple of lines right there. Yeah, good times. And I did one. went to work. I used to bring that shit to work, man. And do it all the time. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. All the time, dude. And meth? No, well, I never did meth at uh, the place we worked at, the first shop. Oh, okay. Never. But, um, well, because I, I, I had only done meth like three or four times, like, throughout that whole time, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. But every other place I worked in, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did I did meth all the time, bro. All the time in the bathroom. You're fucking crazy, bro. So would you snort it or smoke it? I'd, I'd smoke it. Yeah. In the in it wouldn't smell. No, no. Nah. I mean, like uh, unless you burn it. Yeah. But for the for the most part, no, it don't smell at all. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, but if you burn it, dude, you can tell for sure because it, it it fucking has like a distinct odor. Like what? Like. Like burnt chemicals, kind of. I guess I I, I don't really know how to, how to describe it, but it has a really distinct taste too, and it's fucking disgusting. That shit, that shit would make me, like, want to throw up. Yo, this is fucking disgusting. They hit it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. I remember you showed me a picture. I'm like, what are you doing? And you sent me a picture of a bong with meth on it. I still have that. on my. Well, not the bong, but the picture. I still have the picture. Send uh, it to me. I want to uh, make it the episode description. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Sammy. I mean, we worked together a long time. He had a little fallout. He got a little. Yeah, I started doing uh, methamphetamines. Um, My girlfriend at at the time, she did meth, and that's how I started doing it. But, like, we were together for almost five years, I think. And, um, like, almost five years. And I probably did meth maybe six times throughout our whole relationship. And then when when we broke up. That's when I started doing it, like, hardcore. Oh, yeah. That makes sense, man. I mean... Yeah. Well, like... Yeah, that's that's exactly... That's where it started? Yes. Yeah, like, I didn't know how to process, like, the breakup, really. You know, and she had cheated on me with one of my friends, too. Fuck that, dude. You know, and, like... I didn't even know that she was cheating on me until, like, four or five months after we broke up. And, like... We were, oh. Yeah, we were still living together. Dude, so you're, like, trying to get over her, then you find that out? Fuck that. Dude, yeah, yeah. When I found that out, dude, I, I immediately kicked her ass out of my house because I was letting her live with me still. Fuck that. You know, like, and I fucking took all of her stuff, and I literally threw it in uh, her new boyfriend's fucking uh, front yard. Like, all, all of her shit. You're all like, of it. she's your problem now, bro. Dude, yeah, that's exactly what I did. I was so fucking pissed. Dude. That's understandable, man. That's- yeah. I was pissed for a long time about that. That was the first time I'd ever been cheated on, you know? And that shit, like, really like really upset me. People don't understand that emotional pain. Like, it's like physical pain, bro. Shit hurts. Absolutely, it does. 
But, uh, you know, fuck it, dude. That's life. Yeah. As long as you recover from it, you know, move on. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And um, tell me about your uh, meth days when... Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, like... Hmm, what do I want to start with this? I don't know. Like, I started doing meth pretty much just, just on the weekends. And then, like, it gradually moved into, like, a everyday thing. You know, and then it got to the point where I literally couldn't, I couldn't get get it get up out of bed to like function. Really? Yeah, bro. Like that shit without without meth, dude. Like once you're like an everyday user, it is so hard to function and do have the energy to do stuff. So because like your coffee. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. It it does. Like that would be the very first thing I did when I got up is I'd fucking uh, smoke a, smoke a couple bowls. For sure. Then I would be like ready to a go. couple bowls of <laughs> meth. What the <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes. Easily. And it, it was something it was something that I would do all day, every day, you know. <clears throat> it became a normal or common factor in your life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would do it. I take it take it everywhere with me. <coughs> <coughs> everywhere. <coughs> and you, you know how like people who smoke weed? They like to be, they like to get high before they go do things. Uh huh. That's the same thing with meth. You know, like I wouldn't want to leave my house to go do anything before I smoked a bowl or two. You know, that's how I am <coughs> with weed, but not with like work. Like if I'm gonna go out somewhere uh-huh. or like go to, out to eat or party, then I'm like, I gotta get high first. Like, yeah, it's it's the same thing, same exact thing, dude. Damn, bro. Yeah, that shit's uh, that shit's crazy, man. Just like the situations it put me in, the uh, the way it affected my life. Like, I mean, once I started doing that every day, I would go to work high. I would, um, you know, take it take it with me and smoke in the bathroom all the time. And then eventually, like, I would, like, <clears throat> I, I would do it so much that I, I would stay up for like eight or nine days. You know. <sighs> Easily, dude. And then, like, I would start to um, have psychosis, you know, because, like... You just lose touch of reality, basically? Absolutely. You do. Yeah. And then, like, after a while, I stopped showing up to work, or I would show up late, like, all the time, man. All the time. Or, like, I would be at work on, on the CMM checking parts, and, like, I would fall asleep, you know? Oh, my God. Because I was up so long. Your brain just wants to shut down. Yeah, it literally, literally does. Or I would be driving somewhere and I would just nod out. You know, <laughs> like I almost got into a couple really bad, really bad car accidents, dude. Because I, I would be driving down uh, golf links, going like 55, 60, mi- 60 miles an hour, <clears throat> and I would just pass out driving like that, and then like wake up randomly. You know, like one time, dude, I almost ran into like. A whole bunch of cars, bro. They were oh my god, dude. There was like twenty five. You know, you know how golf links gets backed up like that, mm-hmm. dude. I, I was driving like sixty miles an hour, speeding, and fell asleep. Woke up, and dude, I I only had a couple seconds to like swerve as hard as I could dude, on like, golf links, dude. On golf links, man. I didn't That's a crowded ass street, dude. I didn't even pay attention to if anyone was beside me or anything, dude. Like I. I probably would have died because I wasn't wearing my seatbelt or anything. Fuck, dude. 
I mean, somebody's looking out for you, bro. Absolutely. You woke Absolutely. up at that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like one time I was riding my bike um, down 22nd, probably at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was going the wrong way down the road. And I didn't have any head, I, I didn't have any lights on, you know, like no reflectors, no fucking light in the front. And the cops pulled me over. And like they literally pulled me over with sirens and everything. And they um on a bike, I'll pull over. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did that, dude. I they, I swear they did that. And so so I pull over and the cops get out and they pulled me over because I didn't have any fucking reflectors and I was going the wrong way <laughs> down the road. And like I wasn't wearing a helmet, you know, and they, like, were interrogating me for, like, half an hour, probably. I was asking me, they asked me where I was going. I'm like, I'm going to Walmart. And I pointed in the wrong direction. <laughs> you know? Like, dude, oh, my God. But I, I had an ounce of meth on me in my pocket, like, in my pocket right here. Um, I had a couple torches, a couple light, a, a couple uh, pipes, and the cops asked if they could search me. And I said no. And they let me go. Because you're white. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Probably because I'm white, but also probably because I, I don't have a record. Oh, you know, or like one time I got, um, I got pulled over jaywalking. For jaywalking? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? They yeah. do that? They did it to me. Must have been bored as fuck, yo. Well, dude, so like the intersection that I had jaywalked, it was at Golf Links in Walmart, and a dude had just died there a couple couple oh. months ago. Like, he jaywalked in the same section that I was jaywalking in, and he got hit and killed. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so I think that's why they pulled me over. But I had a grip of fucking drugs on me, dude. <laughs> and they just let me go again, you know? God damn, dude. Dude, yeah. I got I got lucky uh, multiple, multiple times. Fuck, man. Then, uh, um, remember you told me you're at the party, 4th of July? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I was at, I was at my friend's house, and we were. Uh, I, I was there the whole weekend, and we were all, we we're all getting high. Everyone was doing a uh, meth and heroin, and I took my friend to go. Uh, I took my friend to go get groceries because she didn't have anything in her house, bro. Like nothing, and her little brothers and sisters were staying there. Damn, dude. Yeah, that's and, rough. Yeah. And uh, I, I spent like 200 bucks or something on groceries. Nice. I'm like, hey, if I buy you groceries, just give me drugs in return, you know? And yeah, so. Fair trade. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. At the time, yeah. <clears throat> so I took her to get groceries, and then uh, we came back, and everybody in the house was fighting with uh, this dude. Um, can I say people's names? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, uh, his, name is, his name is Glenn. He's dead now. But I don't really know exactly what happened because, like, I, I wasn't there, but everyone was fighting with him. And Glenn had been up for probably, I want to say, three or four days, and he was doing meth and Xanax, too. What the fuck? Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Dude, yeah. That's like speedballing, kind of, right? I, um, probably, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I never speedballed, so I don't really know. But, um, oh, shit. He, um, he was freaking out because he couldn't find his gun. Oh fuck! Yeah, it was a uh, like his grandfather's gun from like World War Two, or something. But him and um, this other guy, Tom, they got into a fight, 
and Tom had a well. Someone had a fifty thousand volt cattle prod. Fuck, that shit could probably kill you, huh? Probably, dude. Yeah, yeah. So like, Tom and Glenn got into a fight, and Tom got got the cattle prod and was like, he he was jabbing him with jabbing him with it, but he wasn't like like shocking him. It wasn't turned on. Yeah, it wasn't turned on. But like, they fought, started fighting like inside the house, like they were punching each other and shit, and then it escalated and it went outside. And Tom had grabbed the cattle prod and was fucking, like, jabbing him with it and shit. And Glenn was like, hey, bro, like, stop. Like, uh, go the fuck away. Leave me alone, mm-hmm. you know. And it, it, the fight just kept escalating, you know. And then fucking Glenn pulled out his gun and shot Tom in the chest. And he died, bro. Like, right in front of me, man. Straight up, right in front of me. Fuck, dude. I can't dude, even imagine. Dude, yeah. I, I remember... Right after he shot him, like, he fell on the ground, and then, like, his head, like, twitched up, kind of, and he was, like, looking around for a second, bro, and then he just, like, fucking, he just died, dude, and then I called the fucking, uh, I called the cops, and the ambulance came, but the amb- it took the ambulance, like, 10 minutes to get there, dude, and by the time, he, he was he was already dead, you know, but, Fuck. yeah, Glenn got arrested, and uh, I had to go testify in court. Like, the police came to my work, bro, and subpoenaed me. Like, yeah. you have to go. No yeah, excuse. yeah. If I don't go, I'm going to get arrested, basically. Tired of dragging the family to a lame burger joint with clowns and cartoon characters for mascots? Are you fed up with disgusting ball pits and playgrounds? If you're ready for a truly unique dining experience, then Moss Burgers is for you. Moss Burgers offers an atmosphere for the tactical types. No more pansy ho-ho meals for the kiddies. At Moss Burgers, get the little shit of 410. That's a hot dog with small fries and a drink. But the prize is an authentic 4-inch Army Surplus battle dressing for use at the real playground. One where kids get hurt. Monkey bars, steel slides that get about 400 degrees in the summertime, where there's always some big bully to knock you over and steal your Laffy Taffy. Are you interested in something a little more daring? How about a 12-gauge? That's two one-third beef patties on a giant Kaiser roll with all the fixings. You know, the good ones. The American ones. Not so hungry? That's okay, we'll make you a special op salad, complete with Mossberger's very own Secret Service dressing and camo croutons. Check out the on-premise shooting range. Air rifles for the little ones and 50 towels for the big ones. Mossberger's. First openly amosexually oriented restaurant, catering to proud fellers, oath takers, and promise makers of all sorts. No reservations required. Just check your weapon at the door and pass through the security checkpoint and get your food riddled with fresh pepper. One half price shots during happy hour. Mossburgers, where the term drive through involves protesters blocking your way. Come and get some. How was it testifying, dude? It was, um, I was really nervous. Did they ask you a lot of questions? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there was, it was the courtroom was filled with people, you know. Um, yeah, dude, like, it was, a, uh, it was crazy, man. <clears throat> but actually, Glenn got, um, he was found not guilty because uh, it was, se- it was self-defense and basically because of my testimony. Wow. Yeah, like, I don't think Glenn wanted to kill kill him. You know, but he was telling him to stop. 
Yeah, but Tom had also Tom had also speedballed too. Tom had. Oh, they're both fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Well, Glenn had, Glenn was doing fucking Xanax and meth, you know, and mm-hmm. Tom was uh doing fucking heroin and meth, you know, and that shit like fucks you up, you know. Damn, dude, that's a crazy fucking combo, bro. Dude, yeah, yeah. Like, I had seen people die on the internet plenty of times, but in real life, that shit is uh, it's intense, man. That shit stay uh, with you, I bet, huh? Absolutely, yeah. That shit really like affected me for for a long time. Did it ever give you nightmares or shit like that? No, no. Like, I don't, I don't really get nightmares. Nice. Yeah, I'm really glad about that, actually. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, but, like, a couple months after that, like, I started doing meth, like, soup, like, even more than I was doing it before, bro. Like, I bet. And then, then, I, then I was also gambling, too. Man. Casino? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck gambling. I hate the casino, bro. Like, I would, I would, I would, I would be there for, like, four or five days and not even have a room, bro. Just, just gamble. You're just there? Yeah, just there. Well, I, I'd be gambling, like, the whole time. You know, or I would just nod out at the fucking uh, slot machine. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, dude. Yeah, it's fucking nuts, man. People see you sleeping, and they're like, that's just Sammy. It's a, Just leave him alone. Probably, yeah, dude. <sighs> fucking crazy, bro. And, yeah, and then I was buying, like, scratchers, like, fucking crazy, dude. Did you ever win big on those? Yeah, a couple times. Like, I won, like, 800 bucks a couple times. Nice. And, dude, nobody ever told me how... a Addicting meth and gambling were together, bro. Like it, uh, gambling was harder to quit doing than meth, without a doubt. Really? Absolutely, bro. Yes. Holy fuck! Why is it the just the thought of like winning money, man? Like the thought of winning, like dude, it's such a it's such an extreme high when you win lot you, you know you gamble uh-huh. like like when you win like a jackpot dude yep. that's such a good feeling and they keep you hooked cuz when you're running out of money you'll win a little bit more just absolutely. to stay longer yes dude absolutely man and then like when you're when you're high on meth dude it, it it's like so much more intense bro like i maxed out one of my credit cards doing cash doing cash advances oh shit dude like 12 grand you know, and then uh, I cashed out my 401k, too. I, I had $35,000 in there. Um, cashed that out. I think I got, like, 20, 22 or something like that. <laughs> and blew all that. And do you remember those gold coins I used to have? Yeah. Yeah. You were collecting coins. I was collecting coins. I had uh, 10 uh, Buffalo uh, Buffalo gold coins. They were one ounce. They were a mint state, uh, proof 70 or something like that. Like, the best ones you could buy. And I sold all those and blew all that money, too. Fuck. Dude, I probably blew close to 60 grand, I want to say. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes, God damn, man. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, people think that's a lot of money, which it is. But it, when you look back, it probably didn't seem like that much. Huh? Uh-uh. No, dude, not at all. And, like, it, it wasn't like a, like just boom, you know? It was just gradual over time you know i mean after i lost my job at uh at arcal the inspection job and then i went back to ims you know mm-hmm. um and then dan fired me yeah <laughs> dan fired me because i was doing fucking drugs dude at work some days you would look pale as fuck dude dude he pulled me in the office one day and he was like are you okay you don't seem like yourself 
And he straight up like looked me in the eyes and he's like, are you doing drugs? Fuck. And I was honest with him, bro. I said, yes. Oh. You know, and Dan said he would give me another chance because he's given other people chances. And then uh, a couple days later, he just fired me. Damn. Yeah. And then I had had a bunch of money at that time. And so I didn't even try to get a job for like a year and a half. Shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But living it up. By then, like, I had stopped paying all my bills, you know? Like, it took them probably 14 months to foreclose on my house. So you just said fuck it all and just stopped paying everything? Yep. Yep. I stopped paying all my bills. Um, Yeah, they shut off my electricity, my water, and I was still living in the house. Fuck. I didn't give a fuck, bro. Like, as long as I had fucking meth, (laughs) I don't care. Like, I I didn't even fucking go grocery shopping. No? No. -uh, Nah. I mean, like, dude, my diet consisted of... Meth, um, Mountain Dew, uh, like candy, cup of noodles, like Pop-Tarts, shit like that. That's what I would eat. That's what I'm going to call this episode. Meth, Mountain Dew, and candy. <laughs> All right, Tyler. <yeah. laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, and then like then then my fucking car stopped running, and I just said, fuck it. I don't need a car. Like I got a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> and keep in mind, people, we're in Arizona where summertime is... Over 100, 110 sometimes? Yes, yeah, 120 sometimes in the summer. And I would I would just ride my bike all over Tucson with the high on meth. And I wouldn't, wouldn't drink water or anything, bro. I would, Fuck. dude, yeah. There was one time I was riding my bike, and I had been up for like four or five days. And I had just, I went over to my dealer's house and got some fucking dope from him. And for some reason, I got it in my head that the cops were uh, following me or like chasing me. <laughs> Dude, yeah, like I, I was uh, um, in psychosis. Oh, so you're like all paranoid. Yeah, super paranoid, dude. And I said, fuck this, and I just fucking book it in the desert, you know? <clears throat> and then, um, dude, I was run, uh, pedaling my bike as hard as I could. Dude, I didn't have any water. And then, then I came across this tent, and I just said, fuck it. I threw my bike down, and I went in the tent. And there were, people, there were people in there, but they were passed out. <laughs> you know? Like, you go and, in a random tent in the middle of the desert, bro? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And I I, I passed out, bro. I was, like, so exhausted. You napped with them? Yeah. yeah I did. <laughs> Napping with strangers, Sammy? <laughs> Who knows where man's going to take you? Dude, and then, and then they woke me up. And they were like, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm Sam. Were you cuddling uh, with him? No, no. You're spooning him? No, no, no. no it, it was a, a, a dude, uh, his name's Marcos, and this chick, her name was Pony. That's what she went by. You know, and uh, I hung out with him for like probably a week, dude. What? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, That yeah. low-key sounds fun, just going dude, on an adventure was, like that. It was kind of cool, dude. Like, um, there was a whole little community out there, you know, of like homeless people. Nice. Yeah. So it was like Tent City. Kind of like Tent City, yeah. And uh, I went, to, I, I had my food stamp card too. And I went to um, the store and I got some food and we like barbecued and fucking did meth. That sounds like a good time, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Ran into the <laughs> desert, sleep and cuddle <laughs> with strangers <laughs> in a tent, bro. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You were like uh, Simba in Lion King when he ran away. He was all Kuna Matata. That's how you were living. Yeah, pretty much, bro. Pretty much. Yeah, then when I lost my house, um, I moved back in with my dad. 
And I was living with him for probably like two or three months. And then we got into this crazy ass fight. Like his, his girlfriend at the time, it's his wife now. I shouldn't talk shit about her. But she's kind of, she was kind of a bitch then because him, her and my dad just started dating. Like she moved down here from like Florida. Oh, damn. Yeah. Like like they, they went to high school together. And they reconnected on Facebook or something. And she was under the impression that it was just going to be, like, her and him in the house. Oh, okay. Oh, they didn't want you in there? Well, no, no, no. So it, it was... My dad didn't care that I was there. She fucking didn't like it. But it, it wasn't just me, bro. It was my pregnant sister and my mom. And my dad, my dad and my mom were... Uh, they'd been divorced for, like, 12 years, you know? And... My mom was staying in my room, and my sister was in her room, and then I was just living in the fucking living room. Fuck. Just making a mess, getting high all the time. Like, not in the house. I was hiding it from them. Like, n- none of them knew that I was doing, oh, okay. doing fucking drugs. And um, my dad, out of nowhere, got into a fight with me, like, started yelling at me about not having a job. And like, I had been living there for, like, two months, like, three months. And it wasn't wasn't ever an issue, so I know his girlfriend was, like, Got on his ass. Got on his ass about it, you know. <clears throat> and we got into a fucking crazy ass fight. My dad attacked me, bro. Like, Fuck. like he started yelling at me, and then I was yelling at him back, and he didn't like that, you know. And he got in my face, and he he's a lefty, and he fucking hit me in the fucking face, bro. Like, damn. And you that and you least expect that, you know. I know, yeah. Especially because he's left handed, I'm right handed. Caught you off guard. And he did, dude. He caught me off guard. He fucking hit me. And then, uh, like, we were standing in, in the living room, and he, like, knocked me back into, like, the recliner, and I, like, fell on the ground. And he's standing over, like, kneeling over top of me, bro, like, just punch, trying to punch me in the fucking face, like, like, like they do in the movies, bro. Like, oh, holy fuck, you know? And, <clears throat> dude, he was wearing a robe, and he was, like, naked under it, and I saw his fucking junk, <laughs> bro. And, like, I, I grabbed that shit. Well, like, for, for Wait, you grabbed his junk? Yes, yes. <laughs> bro, I did. Dude, I'm not even lying, man. I grabbed his fucking junk as hard as I could, bro. And I'm, like, pulling on that shit, dude. Like, and my dad was, like, let go. And I'm, like, screaming. Dude, and then, like, I had also, like, like when my dad was over top of me, hitting me, like, <clears throat> his beard was really long. And I fucking reached up, and I grabbed his fucking beard, bro. And I fucking... Pulled on that shit as hard as I could, and I ripped out a huge chunk of his beard. Holy fuck, dude! Yeah, like, oh man, dude, I wanted to kill my dad, dude. I was so pissed, man. And then, um, <clears throat> we had stopped fighting somehow. I, I don't fucking remember, bro, honestly. But uh, my dad got up and like went to the living room or went to his bedroom. And I, I I had fucked up his fucking junk. It was like bleeding and shit. Oh fuck! Dude, I grabbed that shit as hard as I could. Bro. You squeezed it. Yeah, and I was like, like I tried to pull it off. <laughs> Not even lying. Oh my uh, god, dude! And then my dad had just installed hardwood floors in the fucking living room. And uh, oh, uh, another thing, there there was this couch in the living room that nobody could sit on. It was just for decoration. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And my dad caught me sitting on it one night, and he fucking, he got up, and he threatened to kick my ass, and he was talking shit to me, bro. Like, my dad can be really aggressive and a fucking asshole, you know? And so I knew he liked, like, the couch was, like, a 
a thing, you know? Like so, a shrine. Kind of. I, I don't know. It was weird. So I had, I was so fucking pissed, bro. Like I went into the kitchen and I got a knife. Oh, what the fuck? Bro. And I just started slashing up the fucking couch, bro. Yeah. Like just like fuck oh that my shit up. God. And then dude, I, since uh, my, my dad had just installed those uh, hardwood floors. Oh, no. Bro, I wrote, fuck you. <laughs> I carved, fuck you, in the hardwood floors. Holy shit, bro. Dude, yeah. yeah. Then my dad, uh, uh, obviously, uh, I was kicked out of the house. You know, um, my sister asked one of her friends if I could stay there with her. I stayed there like a night, maybe two. And then I hit up uh, this, uh, this dude I know who uh, I used to get fucking dope from. And he came and picked me up, and we went over to, um, well, we went back to his house, and we were fucking smoking, and I met this dude named Donnie, and super cool dude. He's actually a really good friend of mine now. Uh, he, nice. he, he's clean, too. He's, he just reached the 147 days. Nice. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> through Donnie, I met, um, uh, I met this dude named Alex. And I ended up staying at Alex's house. Alex was this gay dude, <clears throat> or is a gay dude. And um, he, he has HIV. And, <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. And he's a, a prostitute. Too. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, like. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't mean to laugh at the HIV part. <laughs> Just how you say it on. He's gay. And he has <laughs> HIV. Like, all random. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he does. And uh, he did, he does meth like all the time, and like that's that's his job. Like he he brings dudes over to his house and like gets them high and like bangs them. You know. So did you bang him? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. I had to ask. Bro. I know. I know. I know. I know. Dude, it was so uncomfortable staying there sometimes, man. Just because like they would have gay porn playing, <laughs> you know, and just. Dudes would be hitting on me sometimes, and I'd be like, "No, man, like I'm not into that. Like I don't give a fuck what you do." Just and they're all aggressive, huh? kind of. Like yeah. they wouldn't drop it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, they wouldn't drop it at all. You know, or like they, they would try to get me. Like they would be like, "Hmm, maybe if I get him like super high, he'll like let me suck his dick or something." <laughs> no, uh-uh, uh-uh. <clears throat> dude, so they're all offering you drugs and shit. And yes, yes, yeah. That's scary, bro. Yeah, it was it was uh, awkward as fuck. Dude. Like I got hit on by a guy recently, and it was awkward, dude. Yeah, I told him I don't like men, and he kept, he kept going. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is how women feel. <laughs> <laughs> Prob- yeah, you're probably right, dude. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I ended up staying uh, at Alex's house for I don't know, like six months or some some shit like that. And I mean, like the all those people, they they're pretty cool. For the most part, you know, there was some sketchy ass motherfuckers there, but I mean, that house was, uh, oh, uh, Alex, he was on the safe program, like Southern mm. Arizona. It's it. Anyone that has a communicable disease like HIV, um, I think hepatitis, like they, they can get on this program. Really? Yeah. And the government will like pay, like pay part of your housing and your utilities. Oh, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. So, like, the house that he was staying in was right across the street from Cell Point. And, <clears throat> dude, 
There was so much shit in that house because I mean there was probably twelve people staying there like God damn. all the time, dude, or or more sometimes. Yeah, and like they'd bring random people over there and they would just stay, you know. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, well, like everyone was getting high there, and I I just I lived in like the little corner of a living room. Wow, dude, but it's down over by the U of A, and we would go dumpster diving. Dude, I found I found money. I found um like one time we went dumpster diving and we found like four popcorn machines. All random? Yeah, dude, random. Um the the college kids when they get when college is just about to get out, like most of them will just throw away everything they have. Dude. Oh. Dude, yeah, we, we we found an Xbox 360 with all kinds of games and they worked. Oh and my god. I, my sister just had her baby. Too, like a couple, like within that time. And I found, man, someone just got evicted from their apartment because everything they had was thrown away. Dude, everything, all their kids' clothes. Dude, I, I found like 300 brand new, not brand new, but like some of them are brand new, like fucking kids', kids, kids clothes. What like polos, polos, um, all kinds of pants, jackets, um, shoes. And they were all for little boys. So I got all that shit up and I gave it to my sister. Nice. Yeah. But my sister ended up throwing most of that stuff away because I hid, a bu- hid um, some like meth in there. Oh, in the clothes? In the clothes, yeah. Yeah. In like the tote. And <laughs> here, sister. Oh, shit. Let me get my meth real quick. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot about it in there. I did. Ah, oh, man. But like I'd find money. People would literally throw away money. Dude. What the fuck? Yeah, like backpacks. Dude, one time I was riding my fucking bike and I found a backpack and it had all kinds of old concert tickets from like the 70s. What the? Like hundreds of them, bro. Someone's um, collection of concerts. Yeah, dude. And then there was a Walking Liberty coin in in the in the, the bag. Okay. And then I found a little baggie with uh, diamonds wrapped up in like blue rice paper. Or something. They were real diamonds? Absolutely real. Yeah. What? Yeah, because uh, I took them to uh, my, my friend Brittany. She works at Goodwill. Like, she sets up, like, the online shit. Oh, okay. And, <clears throat> like, the online auctions, you know? And they have a diamond tester there. And, yeah, I gave her a bunch of the diamonds, and she tested them, and they are all real. And, and I still have them all. That's sick, bro. Dude, yeah. yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> it was crazy, man. Hey, do you remember you told me you were in psychosis and you felt like um, something was stalking you, like going to pounce on you? Oh, yeah, dude. Well, like, okay, so one time I was uh, in psychosis riding my bike around. And for some reason, I it felt like I was in a video game of some sort. I don't, I don't really, like, I remember it, but I don't remember it at the same time. Like, it was, but I, I, for some reason, I got uh, I got up off of my bike. And I left it in this in this alley, and I was just like rummaging through people's fucking backyards. What is the most dangerous book you have ever read? How about Mein Kampf by the notorious leader of the Nazis, Adolf Hitler, or the book the Beatles warn us about in their classic song Revolution? Quotations from Chinese Communist leader Chairman Mao. Maybe you would hide your copy of Bertrand Russell's Why I'm Not a Christian, or even semi-fictional works like Salman Rushdie's book. The Satanic Verses. That book had him living in hiding from angry Muhammad followers. But what about a book that is most likely not only dangerous to own and read, 
but could very well be illegal in many countries. Roderick Edwards' book, How to Overthrow Our Government, takes the reader on a historical and hypothetical journey of revolutions, civil war, and sedition. From ancient Chinese farmers turning their farm tools into weapons, to the attempted impeachment of the U.S. President Trump, this book has it all. Get it today before it's banned forever. The bar is open. Sit back, grab a cold one, and get ready for the news you didn't even know you needed. From the frozen wasteland of western North Dakota to the tropical playground of Florida, it's time for tales of wonder and amazement. Put the kids to bed and pour yourself a drink. Lock the doors and close the blinds. Break out the cocaine and hookers. It's time for Happy Hour News. Like going in the backyard? Yeah, going in the backyards. Like just going through their trash. Like just random ass fucking shit, man. <laughs> and then uh, I, I took all of my belongings I had on me and I hid them. Like my phone, my wallet, my drugs, my keys. And um, yeah, for some reason, I just took them out of my pocket and I hid them all together in this area. And um, <clears throat> dude, like during that time, I remember I was walking down this alley. Like uh, one of the things I would do a lot is I would look look for change on the ground all the time. I, I, I don't know why I would do that. Well, probably because people drop change a lot. Mm -hmm. you know? And like I did. I never begged for money ever when I was like homeless nice. on the streets ever. Like I refused to do that. Like that's one of the ways I would make money. Like I would ride my bike around. I would go to all the gas stations, all the car washes, all the drive throughs and I would go get all the change on the ground. That's smart. Dude. Yeah. I, I, I would make, I would, but at, at the end of the week I would have like 50 bucks sometimes, you know, I mean, that's which, smart. Dude, I would spend my, all my time doing that. So like, when I think about that now, I'm like... It was like a job. Yeah, literally. But I didn't give a fuck, bro. I had, my, I had fucking meth, you know? That's really all I cared about. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like, when I was in that psychosis episode, I was walking down uh, the alley, and I... <clears throat> like, the alley went straight, and then, like, it kind of curved, and then, like, there was a house right there, okay? I remember um, I was walking down the alley, and I turned the corner to around the side of the house and I hear like gunshots and then I hear someone like scr like a girl screaming like crazy, bro. Like it's, Fuck it sounded that. like she was being murdered, dude. Like I swear to God, I don't know if that was real or not, but I remember I fucking like just booked it and I ran like, bro, I don't think I've ever ran that hard <laughs> in my life, dude. Never dude. I was like, my heart was just like beating out of my fucking chest, bro. Like, I was scared shitless. You're like, I don't want to get shot. I get fucked now. Uh-uh. And then, like, I spent the most of the day, like, look, looking for my bicycle. And, like, I couldn't find it. <laughs> Obviously, I left it on the south side, you know, in the fucking al in the alley. And it was a nice bike. With I, all your stuff? No, no, my, my stuff was hidden somewhere else. Oh, okay, and, okay. And I found my stuff, too. And I remember I found it, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why is all my shit here? Like, I forgot that I did that. Bro, but I remember that day, dude. Like, I woke up. I was awake, but I woke up out of my out of my dream. 
bro. Like it was, it was such a weird feeling, man. Oh, you snapped out of it. Basically? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, like, I, uh, yes, I snapped out of it. Like it was so bizarre, bro. Like I, I can't explain that feeling, man. Like I was conscious and aware of what was going on, but my perception of reality was so distorted that everything that I was experiencing and and uh, just perceiving wasn't real. Like, wow, dude, bro. Yeah, it was literally like I was in a dream, man. Yeah. God damn. And that's dangerous because it almost seems like maybe there's no consequences in your actions. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. You're like, fuck it. I could die right now. I'll come back. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was, uh, it was nuts, man. Like that shit, that shit shit scared me. And I remember that day too. Like I felt like everybody, like, do you know what gang stalking is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I, I felt like people were gang stalking me kind of bro. So like, basically, like everybody is out planning. Get, yes, yes, everyone is out to get. Everyone is out to get you, dude. Like, didn't you say you would hear people like talk about you or something? Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> they probably weren't. You know, like who, like who the fuck am I? Like, why are these <laughs> random people going to be talking about me? You know, it's, it, it's just your perception is so distorted and so skewed that it's it's nuts what going days without sleep will do to you. Oh, you know, yeah, it's fucking, uh, it's an, it's intense. Somebody on the phone. He's right here. (laughs) Dude. One time we were at the casino and me and uh, me and this dude, I don't, I don't remember what his name is right now. Um, but we were fucking gambling at at this machine dude. And I swear to God, if I would have had like another, like 500 bucks, we would have hit like the, the, Max jackpot. Really? Yeah, max jackpot on this machine, dude. We were there for like hours, hours, man. But what I'm getting at is at the time, like it felt like it, it felt like every, uh, how do I want to, how do I want to explain this? Um, it felt like I had like just became aware of the secret society that was uh the illuminati no, I'm just well, dude, okay, so like at the, at the time i remember i felt like everyone in the casino was like an alien or like 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 fake and i had discovered their secret identity somehow really dude, what yeah the fuck? <laughs> yeah like a movie man. yes yeah and like every single person in the casino was like they knew that i knew somehow so everybody's sus yes <laughs> yeah everybody was sus bro and Dude, I felt like people standing sitting next to me were just like talking shit about me, bro. Dude, I I swear to God, man. And like everyone was like coming up next to the machine that I was that I was gonna win big at, you know. Oh, they're trying to take the jackpot. They were trying to take the jackpot, <laughs> dude. Like they would play at the machine like next to me, and like because they were there, it was causing my machine to not win, you know, dude. Like just. Such a weird ass fucking shit, man. But it's very real at the moment. Oh, absolutely real. It's it, it's as real as me sitting down next to you talking right now. That's scary, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude. Super scary. Super scary. But um, you did amazing. I mean, what was the point in your life where you're like, I gotta fucking change? Like, well, um, so, oh. <clears throat> The, the trap house I was staying at with, with uh, the gay dudes, they uh, they kicked me out of the house. I, I don't know why, honestly, but they did. And I, um, I I wear contacts, 
And I had worn my contacts so long that they stopped working, bro. Like I'm I'm legally blind without my contacts, dude. I can't even I can't read the big E. Oh wow. Dude, that's that's how blind I the am. The first letter yeah, the in first, the chart. Yeah. <laughs> oh I can't God. I can't read it. So when they kicked me out of the house, I I was blind, basically. Dude, like I didn't have any money. I didn't know what to fucking do, dude. I went to the Albertsons or whatever, right on the corner of Glen and Campbell. And I just hung out there for like three days. I tried to st- I tried to steal food one time, but I couldn't really see what was going on. And I remember they fucking um security fucking caught me. And like I, I just like threw my shit, you know, and somehow somehow I didn't get in trouble. I, I don't know why. But um <clears throat> After a couple days of that, dude, like, I didn't know what else to do. So I called my mom, and she came and picked me up and took me back to my dad's house. And my dad let me stay there. My dad took me uh, to the doctor, like, the eye doctor, and got got me glasses and contacts, dude. Because my my contacts had so much calcium built up on them, bro, like, like it just wouldn't go away. It was all white. Well, it was just, like, calcium deposits. Like, I... I don't know how to describe it, bro. Like, so like it, it looked like I had a bunch of like fuzzy shit all over my eyes. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. And, um, but then I, uh, stayed with my dad for a couple months and then, um, he ended up kicking me out again because his, his girlfriend snooped in my room and found drugs. Oh, dude. He, he kicked me out on Christmas, bro. Out of all fucking days. Yes, yeah. I was out um, at my uh, friend's house getting high, and I was on my way home. I think I was walking at the time. And I called, uh, I texted his girlfriend, and I'm like, hey, can you come pick me up? Like, I was like five miles away, and I just didn't want to walk anymore. And she was like, no, like, I found drugs in your room, and if you if you come home, um, I'm going to call the fucking cops on you. Oh, my God. Dude, I was so fucking pissed, man. So pissed. Oh, you took my meth. <laughs> dude, well, like, it, it, I didn't even have drugs, dude. It was just a broken pipe. Like, oh. All, all my fucking drugs were on me. Like, why would <laughs> I leave them at home? <laughs> like, no. Uh-uh. You know, I can't live without it. I'm taking it with me. Yeah. Dude, this shit went, went, went with me everywhere I went. Everywhere, bro. But, um, dude, that was, like, December. And then, um... I think I convinced my mom to convince my dad to let me sleep in my car in the front yard. But my car didn't run, you know. Um, uh, yeah, like I slept in my car for a couple of weeks and it was fucking cold, dude. Like, it was in the middle of wintertime. Fuck that, dude. You know, like, like it gets 30, like degrees, 30 degrees, degrees even or colder, you know. My dad wouldn't let me inside the house. Like, he would let me inside to use the fucking bathroom. That's it. Fuck. You know, couldn't come inside at all. I had to stay outside. He wouldn't even let me use, like, the um, the electricity. Like, run an extension cord from, like, the fucking carport. You know? Um, and I remember my dad gave me, like, 100 bucks for Christmas or some shit like that. Oh, my, my, my dad fixed my bike. And then he gave me, like, 100 bucks for Christmas. And... Or, or it might have been January. Or I don't remember because my birthday is in January. Like, I don't fucking know, honestly. But um, he gave me money, and I spent all my money on drugs. That was, like, all the money I had. And I left my backpack with all my stuff in my car, and someone stole it. 
everything you had. Everything I had. All my drugs, bro. I was so fucking pissed. I had like a quarter ounce of meth. And I probably only smoked like three bowls of it. Fuck, dude. Dude. Did you get to really enjoy it? I know, man. I'm still kind of upset about it, (laughs) honestly. But, um, yeah. So, like, someone stole all my fucking shit. Didn't have any money. I like. I was tired of like living in my fucking car. Like, you know, or me and my dad had just gotten into a really big fight. Like, he tried to fight me again out front in the fucking yard. And I just said, "Fuck this shit, bro." Like, I don't know what else to do. I called uh, my friend Charles. Uh, it was my sister's boyfriend at the time. He's in jail right now. <laughs> yeah, for fucking uh, blowing up someone's car with a bomb. Fuck, dude. bro. That's yeah. some serious shit, dude. Yeah. It, but uh, I called him. He picked me up. He let me stay at his his house for like a night. And then um, I, I called the crisis hotline, I guess. And um, they like talked to me and they like asked me questions, you know. And they um, scheduled me an appointment to go to detox. Like, do you know where the uh, CSO plasma is on at downtown? Yeah. Yeah, like it's the CBI. Uh, Community Bridges Incorporated, like that, the detox center is like right next to the plasma place. So like uh, I went, Charles took me to the, the detox place and I was there for like four days or something. And then uh, they put me in rehab. Yeah, I love that. It You know, it seems kind of easy, you know, like some people think, how the fuck do I even get in there? But well, like, like I, I think because because uh, I was homeless, bro. Like I, um, I, I didn't have I didn't have any money. I didn't have a job. I didn't I I didn't know what else to. I didn't have any way of to pay for anything. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, the state paid for all of it. Nice, bro. Basically, yeah. yeah. I was there for um twenty eight days. Like I tried to stay there for three months, but um the because I had access and the type of uh insurance I had through access that would only cover twenty eight days. Mm. You know, but um. Yeah, I was there for 28 days, got out, and then uh, I stayed with my mom for a little bit, and then my sister fucking came home, and, like, she was all drunk as fuck, and, she, and my sister, my sister's an addict also, she, she's an alcoholic, um, and a drug addict, too, she was doing a heroin and whippets and shit a lot, fuck. and she fucking just attacked me, like, just flipped out, flipped out, bro, like, Attacked me like she's a little little dude. She's like mm-hmm. fucking five foot nothing, like yeah. like one hundred and thirty pounds, tiny little chick. Probably not even that much, bro. Um, dude, we got into a crazy ass fight. Like she was picking up whatever the fuck she could find and like attack, just trying to fucking hurt me, you know. Um, but then my mom kicked me out of the fucking apartment after that. I don't know why, you know. Um, then I didn't have anywhere else to fucking go then. And then um, my friend Shannon um, called uh, called me, and she said I could go stay with her ex boyfriend James. Remember James from Miami? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, uh, James had just got out of prison, and he was staying at a uh, at a freaking like one of those motels. You you pay it monthly or weekly? Oh, okay. Yeah, he was staying at one of those, and I lived with him for like maybe two months. Maybe three months. It was it was in a room like as big as this place, bro. Like, wow, I like li- studio. Yeah, studio. It had a big ass bed in it. I just slept underneath the table, you know. But um, shortly after I stayed with, I started staying with him. I started going to my IOP, you know, my intensive outpatient program. 
And that was three times a week for like four hours a day. And it was like group therapy, like drug prevention, relapse classes and shit. Smart. You know, um, well, like I didn't have to do that, but it was like. It helps a lot. Yeah, it helps a lot. You know, most people, once they come out of rehab, they are usually assigned to some kind of class like that. And it, I thought I was going to hate it, dude. Like, I really did. But, Do you ever think you are going to be sober? Um, No, no, no. Nah. Dude, we used to party a lot. I never thought, like... Dude, like, I used to drink beer. Like, I used to drink, like, three or four 40s every night. I, I, I would get blackout drunk. I would drink so much that I'd just fall asleep and, like, wake up the next day all fucking hungover and shit. Smoke a whole bunch of weed. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Like, I would leave all the empty 40 bottles in my room, too. Like you, you yeah, did that I did too. That too. Yeah. You're all fuck it. Yeah. Uh huh. Or like if I still had a quarter of my 40 left, I would just fucking throw it in the refrigerator and drink it later. It'd be all flat. A couple times there was mold in it. Oh. I didn't give a fuck, dude. You still drank it? Yeah. Still, oh, drank, it. still drank it, dude. But um, yeah, I, I uh, completed my IOP. I graduated from that. And then I started working, working again with you, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. Then, uh, You've been doing great, man. Yeah, I relapsed. Uh, I went out. I went out with this girl. Like I was three hundred and like forty six days clean or some shit. And then uh, I went out with this girl. She's pretty. She's pretty. And she was a nurse. Well, she's not a nurse anymore. But um, she did meth. Oh, what? yeah. And she convinced me to uh, go back to her place. Like we, we went out. We went out downtown. Uh, she was drinking, you know, and then she was like, hey, let's go back to my place. I'm like, all right, cool. Went back to her like place. Score. <laughs> right? Yeah. Went back to her place, um, and she pulled out her pipe. Well, first of all, she got, like, half naked. Nice. Yeah. Started making out with me, letting me play with her titties and shit. And uh, she pulled out her the pipe, and it, it was over after that, dude. You know. Um, but, like. I didn't get to sleep with her, though. <gasps> no, yeah. Which was cool because later on she told me she had herpes. Oh, fuck. That you dodged a bullet, bro. <laughs> I did dodge a bullet, dude. I did. And, um, yeah, like, I relapsed because, because of that. And then uh, I started using again probably for, like, a month. But only um, only pills. O- only pills, oh, okay. like a Ritalin or Adderall, you know. Like Caitlin, my ex girlfriend. The legal meth. Yeah, the legal meth. Yeah, my ex girlfriend gave me, um, like, cause she has narcolepsy, and that's why she was using meth, you know, because she was prescribed meth, but it wasn't working, and so she was like, "Well, let me try meth, you know, like real, like real meth." The good stuff. The good stuff, and that shit like worked, and that's how she started doing it, and but yeah, she gave me a bunch, like all of her fucking pills. All of them, because she didn't fucking use them. She didn't like the way they made her feel. And I probably had, like, 300 of them, and I did them all in, like, probably three weeks. Dude, yeah. But I was going to work high. And um, after I finished all those, I was like, fuck this. I can't can't keep doing this, you know, because I'm going to lose my job. Um, Yeah, so then then I was doing really good for probably a year. Or so, and then right after my mom died, uh, my mom died from breast cancer. She has a state. She had stage four uh, breast cancer. She got diagnosed in 2017, and um, yeah, she had her hip replaced, and that's how they found a fucking tumor. 
Oh, yeah. That they they found a giant. Her hip was shattered, bro, because oh. because there was a fucking tumor in it. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, like, <clears throat> and um, once they found the tumor, they did like t- whatever they do, scans or testing, and then they found uh, that she had breast cancer and it, it had already metastasized like through her body or oh, spread all over. Pretty much, yeah. And um, it took three years for it to uh, kill her. Damn, dude. You know? Yeah, but after my mom died, um, I started doing a coke, coke again, like a lot. Fuck, I bet, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did coke for probably like four or five months, I guess. I don't know, because my, my year clean date was a couple days ago, you know? Um, dude, but uh, I, I don't even like fucking drugs at all anymore, dude. Like, my whole mindset um, has completely changed on them. Good. Like I, I still have a desire to get high because I like the way it makes me feel, but I don't like the consequences that come with it. Like when it comes to uh, like having a job, having a stable place to live, having money, having having a car. Like I didn't have any of that shit, dude. Like, and I don't want to lose any of that again. Smart. So that is one of the huge factors in keeping me clean. Really. Because you work really hard for it, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yes. We're going to work fucking... Six days a week, you know? Yeah, I'm tired, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, not last week, but the week before, I worked 60 hours. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, I don't want to lose uh, what I've gained ever then, again. Uh, ever again. And like your face tattoos, got it for your mom? Yeah, yeah. I got my, I got my mom's name uh, above my eyebrow. Her name is Jeannie. And then I got uh, her birthday on uh, the side of my face, on where my sideburn is on my right side. And then I got the day she died on the left side. And then I got the time she died, 7 a.m., uh, underneath my lip, my bottom lip. You look so gangster. Thank you. For yeah. those of you listening, Sammy's all tatted up, bro. Why don't you tell us about, a little bit about your tattoos? Um, I don't know. What do you want to know? Like, most of them don't really mean anything, honestly. Like, you got the... A Mountain Dew can. Yeah, yeah. I got a Mountain Dew can on the back of my calf. Uh, my He's whole... drinking Mountain Dew as we speak. Yeah, yeah. God, dude, that's one thing that's so hard to stop doing is fucking drinking soda. Sugar in general, dude. Dude, you always got a Mountain Dew. Oh, always. my God, it's so hard, They bro. should be paying you. They really should be paying me. Yeah, um, but my whole left leg is uh, covered in, like, skulls um, and Mountain Dew can, you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, my right leg, I got, like, biomechanical stuff on it. Um, I got a realistic portrait of an owl. I got the Eminem uh, Vicodin pill, you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. From his first album. From his first album, yeah. I got a shark on the inside of my thigh. Um, that's for Shark Week. I just got it just because. Hey, that's, I love Shark Week. Right, yeah. Um, my whole head's tattooed on my neck, uh, my my chest. Uh, it's, my, my Both my arms are tattooed, too. But they're all pretty much uh, Japanese-inspired. I love it. It's amazing work by a shout-out to Metro Tattoo on yeah. Speedway. Yes. Been getting tattooed there for um, since 2005. But um, I'm also in the process, well, you know this, of uh, lasering off my left arm. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. already had a few sessions. Yeah, I've had probably five or six sessions, top and bottom. I've spent probably 1500 bucks so far. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, not bad. Maybe 1800 Really not that bad. The laser sucks, bro. I bet that shit hurts. Dude, it does. It feels like, um, what does it feel like? It feels like uh, scalding hot baking grease being like 
poured on you <gasps> mixed with uh flaming like you know how like when you get snapped with, with a rubber band mm-hmm. they feel, pull it back and yeah pass. they pull it back and smack you with it feels like the bacon grease mixed with the rubber band but it's on fire oh my god bro the fuck? <laughs> dude yeah i hate it so, so what are you gonna get done uh you're gonna tattoo over it right absolutely Once you fade yes, it. absolutely yeah and uh i can already start uh c- covering it but Certain parts still need to be lightened up more, so I'm just gonna wait until the whole thing's ready and just do the whole thing in like one shot. Dude, you already you just got the um, uh, was it centipede yeah. with a geisha uh, head on it? That yes. looks fucking sick, yeah, bro. dude. It, it, I fucking love it. Yeah, and I, I'm in the process of uh, re- redoing my chest too. We got. Uh, I'm gonna finish that uh, next weekend. I'm gonna get my knuckles tattooed. Um, I'm gonna go over my lip again because it's kind of like faded in some spots. Like he's gonna get butt plug tatted on his I, knuckles. Yes, I, I'm gonna get chewy, uh, chewy life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, Wouldn't it be awkward if you get chewy on your right hand and when you're jacking off, you see my name? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, and uh, once I uh, finish my chest and my knuckles, I'm gonna start on my stomach, bro. What are you gonna do on your stomach? I want to do a giant oni with like a snake in its mouth and some some fucking Japanese flowers and shit. Damn, it's gonna be cool. Uh, Marcus show, showed me the uh, drawing he drew up the other day. That's oh, so cool. He wouldn't let me take a picture of it. He's like, no, it's yeah. copyrighted. It, kind of. He's like, no, dude, because you're gonna post it and someone's gonna steal steal the design, mm-hmm. which is which is a uh, smart, you know. But yeah, like I would like to do my whole body. But you're getting there, dude. I still have like my whole stomach, my ribs. I my... still got to catch up to you, bro. I just got my arms done. That's it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to get my hands soon, though. Do it. What are you going to get? I want to get the Michael Myers mask. All right. Cool. But, like the one from the newest one. Uh, oh, Halloween kills. Yeah. Like uh-huh. it's got a bullet hole. Like it's all burnt. Like, yeah. It looks sick. What are you going to have to do it? Dude, you should have you should have Al do it. I'll do it. Okay. Al does amazing portraits, bro amazing yeah. okay so i'm gonna i i definitely i'm gonna get out i gotta go over there dude, dude yeah you, like you, you do yeah but Too bad uh, they're not open right now we could go after this right <laughs> finish the podcast over there yeah so we're on metro tattoo right that'd be cool <laughs> but uh yeah big shout out to them they do amazing work um actually uh michael or anthony right yeah and, and anthony michaels the guy who was an ink master of season uh seven and 12? he won, right? Yeah, he won. And he used to tattoo out of Metro Tattoo, and uh, he's the guy who did my chest. And um, he also did a big portrait of Bane on my left side, like on my left uh, thigh. And he did the uh, Freddy versus Jason in my inner yes uh, bicep. Dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but pretty yeah. badass. They're very talented at Metro. Yes. Yeah. And Anthony doesn't work there anymore. He he got, he has his own shop. Um. Fuck twenty five twelve or something like that on Campbell and Speedway, I think. I shout think. out to Anthony. Yeah, shout out to Anthony Michaels. What up? Yeah, he listens. To, what the fuck? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Sammy, do you have any, um, you know, final thoughts or any messages to anybody? Um, shit. It's okay if you don't, bro. I don't mean to put you on yeah. the spot. Um, don't ever do drugs, people. They're really, really terrible. You'll, um, I never thought that drugs would, I never thought that what happened to me would actually happen to me. 
you know, like I thought I had stuff under control, you know, but uh, it just snowballed and I lost everything. And it took, and it took a, a lot of effort to even try to start having a normal life again. You know, like, like once you're at the fucking bottom like that, dude, it's so hard to, to try to you fucking just live. Up. Yeah, dude. I, I, I literally just gave up. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do drugs for the rest of my life. I'm never going to fucking have a job again. I'm never going to fucking amount to anything anymore ever, you know? And, um, and now you are doing fucking amazing working yeah. your fucking ass off. Yeah. I'm making I'm that trying. money. Yeah. And you're yeah. saving a lot of money too, and investing. Yes, yeah, I'm investing in a cryptocurrency, too. Um, Bitcoin, um, Ethereum, Algorand, like uh, all of those. Yeah, the smart guy stuff. I'm too dumb to do that. Like, I want to <laughs> do that, but I'm too stupid. No, you. I probably won't dude. check for like five months, and I'm like, oh, I lost all my money. I should have checked, <laughs> dude. Um, and like. Else should I say? I don't fucking know what else to say, bro. Um, don't be scared to get help. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't be scared to get help. You know, um, I know it's it's difficult getting help too, bro. It really is. Like, yeah, it. Uh, but there's always help available out there for you if you uh, need it. You just got to be willing to try. And Sammy's living proof, man. Yeah, you if, can do it. If I can do it, anyone else can do it. Oh yeah, man. Um, I'd like to thank you for coming on, Sammy. And thank you, bro. Opening up. Yeah. You know, just talking to us because I'm, I'm hoping somebody listens out there and like, they could understand what you're going through. Maybe because a lot of people feel alone sometimes. Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, Sammy, thank you, bro. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to let me be on your show. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah. No, you're welcome back anytime. Cool. Yeah, let's do it again for sure. This is cool. Yeah. Like, I, I was nervous, but yeah, I, I like this. this Once we fun. start talking, you right? get over it. Absolutely, yeah. You're like, oh, it's just a regular conversation with Chewy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks again, bro. Thank you, bro. Peace. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, check out anchor.fm slash screamingchewy gmail.com. Any contribution is greatly appreciated and that makes you my producer. If not, that's cool. I'm just happy you're tuning in. And hey, Screaming Chewy Show merch. Yeah, that's right. At teespring.com. Just Google teespring, T-E-E spring, Screaming Chewy Show. Just Google that. It'll take you right there. And uh, yeah, you could buy hoodies, t-shirts, socks, masks, you know, if there's any stuff you'd like to see on there or purchase, just let me know and I'll add it on. And uh, yeah, you'll be rocking, styling, social media. Don't forget to follow me on there on Facebook, Screaming Chewy Show. I like to share memes, just make up stupid shit, share my episodes on there and just whatever. Um, Check out my YouTube 
for video versions of my podcast episodes. Also, in between episodes, I like to add me streaming. Yeah, watch me get scared playing a creepy game or die playing PUBG or some shit. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, just check out my YouTube and uh, Twitter. It's at Screaming Chewy. Yeah, not Screaming Chewy Show. I should change it to that. But for now, it's just Screaming Chewy. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. See you next week. Peace.